Hello, everybody. This is Longley. I'm here with my buddy Sean, Mr. Champagne. Hey. And uh, we're video game enthusiasts, and every week we like to go over video game enthusiast stuff. This is Critical Media Guys. Guys, us guys over here. So, two guys. Yeah, two guys. Two guys uh, on a podcast. Yeah. The only thing is, uh, we do talk about Critical Media stuff every week. It's just whether or not we record it. Yeah. Yep. So you're getting a slice of life. This is uh, totally Lucky Star territory. Yes. Do you eat the chocolate coronet from the small end or the fat end? Uh, <laughs> I eat it from the fat end. You eat it from the fat end? No, man. Yeah. You got you to eat it from the small end and you tear off hey, the small end. It's each his own. And then you dip it into the fat end because there's too much icing on the fat end. To it, each his own. Mm, no, you're eating it wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, so that's who we are. Uh, how was your week, Sean? Ah, uh, can't say anything bad about it. A really that's pleasant great. week. That's great. I also had a pretty pretty good week. Um, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I'm loving my weekend. Uh, like, uh, it's a little touch and go on Wednesdays and Tuesdays because of my classes, but yeah, yeah, because like I got work and school right afterwards, so I'm running on like no sleep at all. But, that sleep schedule. Well, you know, that's what you gotta do sometimes. I mean, it's, doctors it's your last it semester, so yeah, it's my last semester. I did put my sleeping, I put a uh, air mattress in the middle of my car, and <laughs> I've yet to use it. I think actually, <laughs> I'm not gonna use it. But uh, it was an it's idea. It's good to keep it there, though. Nah, I'm gonna take it out. Just in case. Nah, it's, nah, just in case. It's making everything like wobble around whenever I put it on the air mattress. You know what you should get? You should get one of those uh, tatami mats. Not the tatami mats. Uh, a futon. Like a Japanese-style futon. Mm, I don't and know. You keep that folded up. I was thinking about just getting like, uh, like a mattress foam cover. And mm-hmm. just like putting it on the floor of yeah, my that SUV. Sounds, that'll do. Because the middle seats are out, so there's like room to spread out. But I also yeah. I wanted to get one of those uh, SUV hammocks. Have you seen that? What? Yeah, there's a hammock that you can buy that, like, whenever you go camping, you just, like, tie, like, there's ropes that you tie to the front of your car and then ropes that you tie to the back of your car. And then you connect a hammock in between the two, and so you're just laying in midair. Oh, that's Swaying back and forth. It's really nice, but you have to set it up every single time that you want to use it. You can't just leave it there. Yeah. that's not something I want to do, so. Fuck all of that. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But yeah, my week was good. Uh, played a lot of video games, uh, a lot of XCOM, and uh, yeah, played... how's that going for you? It's going good. Uh, everybody knows in there. Like I put, I created all all the characters. So, are you still mm-hmm. there? Oh man. Yeah. I we, I got a sudden noise drop. So. For reals? Yeah. How's it now? Sounds great, but I, right. I feel like your air conditioner just turned off or something. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, my air conditioner has been off though. Oh, there it is again. Huh. Hmm. Oh well. That's weird. Anyways, uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of XCOM and uh, like every create a character that I make is uh, somebody I know in my life. You're the, you're in there. Uh, my girlfriend's in there. Lena. She's in, she's a support class that uses yep. the med kit three times and she's got the most health of everybody and she runs around a lot and. She has a machine gun. She has a machine gun. And uh, 
Brian's in there. You're in there. Uh, you're you're both uh, assault class and heavy. I think I'm heavy as well. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's it's Man, nice. You should you should have made me like a sniper. Oh well, but, but no, Brian. I should have made Brian a sniper because yeah, that's right. Because he's the expert marksman. <laughs> he's the expert marksman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I've been playing some Binding of Isaac on and off, and that's really good. Good. Uh, the new uh, Afterbirth Plus DLC is really nice. I've only been able to touch like like ten or, or fifteen or ten to fifteen of the new like thirty weapons and trinkets, and uh, the new challenges are really fun though. Uh, there's one called Blue Bomber where you uh, you create you're basically your use item is a bomb and you can use it like every three seconds, but you don't have any regenerating health. Like you can't pick up hearts. You can only pick Ooh. up white hearts or white hearts and, and gray hearts. So uh, this is very interesting. And then there's one where you play the game entirely backwards. So you start out with uh, like 15 items, and like they're all randomized. But you you start out fighting the last boss first, and then you play backwards into the game. And you start losing items. I don't know if you start losing losing items because. <laughs> I've only been able to beat the boss and then go to the very next level and then I I always die so <laughs> it's hard as shit, All which right. is sad. But uh yeah, good good stuff. Uh, what are you been playing? Uh in terms of indie games, uh, Enter the Gungeon. They had a new update. It's called the Supply Drop update. Added a new character. Uh, have not. I I don't know how to unlock it. Uh, as most things are in that game, it is very convoluted and difficult. So, uh, yeah, that's my uh, indie game experience. We gotta sit down and put some hours into that game, man. It is game. a very fun game. I like it. Yeah. Uh, another game I wanna try, I wanna play with you whenever it comes out. I wanna play that uh, Cuphead's game. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. That looks really good. That does look really good. Classic Disney-style art. Yep, with, awesome. with, like, a very mature tone. Yeah. Um... But uh, on the new game spectrum, uh, Resident Evil 7 came out. You know this because mm-hmm. I didn't stop talking about it you for a whole not. week. Nope. Uh, I am. I have put it on the back burner for a little bit because uh, I don't want to burn myself out on it. Mm-hmm. I already beat the game three times. And uh, I still I like it every time. But it's just every time I play it, I want to play it as efficiently as possible. I don't want to waste time doing stupid things that I already did. Whenever I played it the first time around, I took I paced myself very well. I uh, decided to like take everything in. I decided to check out every room, every nook and cranny, so that way I could see everything, know where everything is, and also get like a general sense of awareness on the map without having to use it. There are still like one or two areas of the game where I, I need to look at the map every now and then, but besides that, I know where everything is. And once I get it, I can just run straight to where I need to put it. Um, and uh, I have to go back and beat it while collecting all the collectibles. Under two hours, to... right? Or nope. Is it under four? See, uh, no, not at all. The first time you beat it, you unlock a pistol called the Albert. Uh, the Albert 01 or something. And uh, it's a very powerful pistol. Um, it only has three rounds, though. So, uh, is it a better alternative to the Glock? 
Yes and no. It really rewards people who are very accurate. And that game has a little bit of wonky shooting mechanics. Uh, I can't play it with mouse and keyboard because it feels wrong. So playing with a controller, it's a little hard to land some shots. But if you're willing to take time and you're willing to position yourself well, yeah, you can land a lot of shots. Um, so that's what you get for the first time beating it, as well as the uh, the essence of defense. I mean, the art of defense. And that's a scroll that decreases the amount of damage you take every time you successfully block an attack, uh, which is a new mechanic in the game. Hmm. Um, if you beat the game under four hours, you unlock the saw blade and the x-ray glasses. Now, the x-ray glasses don't let you see through clothes or walls, uh, but they do show you every pickup item that you can get like through walls and such like it'll highlight them as you get closer to them within a certain range so it makes finding ammo and herbs and a a chemical a chem pack really easily Hmm. uh and i'm gonna be i'm gonna need that for whenever i go for the collectibles achievements because they also highlight collectibles um and the way you could tell what's what is that a consumable item will have like a teardrop shape upside down and it'll be hollow but a collectible will be like filled so uh makes it really easy to find stuff like that uh if you beat it on the hard difficulty you unlock what was it uh i forget so i'm not gonna talk about it (laughs) but uh if you get all the collectibles you unlock the art of defense the essence of defense and the running shoes and the running shoes increase base movement speed which is always good for any speed runner and the essence of defense uh completes the full circle of the art of defense and if you combine both items and you use them together it doesn't matter if you do a perfect block or just like a standard block you receive no damage from blocking so it's really good. It's really useful for those like hard uh, Madhouse difficulty speed runs, and I would say it's completely necessary because in Madhouse, uh, they give you a bunch of different options to getting keys for different areas. Uh, so it becomes a lot faster to get through different parts of the game, and uh, if you can utilize the essence and our defense perfectly, if you could block every attack. You do not need to have a single health item in the game. That's at all. cool, yeah. Except for except for certain scripted events. But that makes like inventory management so much easier because all you really have to worry about is bullets and uh, key components for solving puzzles. And that'll be it. So uh yeah, I'm gonna try to get to that later. I mean I beat the game in two hours fourteen minutes and what's the world current world record? Like an hour and forty minutes? Yeah, an hour and forty. Uh, yeah. But that was like right whenever it came out. They probably they probably oh, shaved yeah. some minutes off of that by now. So uh, I want to watch a speed run and uh, see what I can do. I'm only I'm trying to get it under two hours. That's that's my goal. Uh, if I could do that, I'll be happy. But uh, they introduced a new difficulty called Madhouse. I mean, uh, Ethan must die. And that's <laughs> only available on PlayStation Four, I believe, right now. Uh, they add in a lot of shit. In that, like, um, they change up boss fights. They add these new things, these, like, pressure pads that are located 
every like in random locations on the maps and they activate booby traps they um there's a specific part of the game where you start encountering uh tri- tripwire bombs and crates that are filled with explosives well when you play the Ethan Buzz Die difficulty that's every fucking where <laughs> like they'll be in parts of the game where like they definitely shouldn't be the uh, bombs will be in crates wherever and also they add a new thing where um the games that you get from beating like certain difficulties or completing certain challenges won't show up in the uh, the item the inventory box where you store all your stuff that you don't need uh you can get those by finding special crates that are purple and if you break them uh it'll randomly spawn a certain item that'll help you it'll give you big benefits yeah i'm sure like there's just a ton of like crazy shortcuts that you can utilize after you switch to madhouse difficulty because very much like for some strange reason like well i i know why but like speed running is easier like on madhouse because of all very much so just the way things are set up and the items but yeah that's really cool um although there's a like there's the pro- pros and cons to everything. You get very it's v- like very much. Let me rephrase that. It's more efficient to play on Madhouse, but you need to be good at the game to even speedrun it on Madhouse. Uh, the thing is, once you beat the game on Madhouse and you unlock the circular saw, uh. The other key component you really need is that essence of defense and the running shoes, because you could essentially beat the whole game with the circular saw, uh, the running shoes, and the essence and art of defense. Because the circular saw is a melee weapon that kind of replaces the chainsaw. Because you, there's a certain part in the game where you get a chainsaw, and it's only for a boss fight. And then after that boss fight, you have to use the chainsaw to leave the area, and it gets rid of the chainsaw so you have you don't have access to that for the rest of the game so the circular saw is their like their solution to this if you liked using the chainsaw and you want to keep using it now you have this circular saw and it has a shorter range i want to say but it does the same damage Hmm. and it's ridiculous like you can melt some people with that stuff uh also you get infinite ammo so like all you really need is the magnum and uh yeah you're on your way i'm gonna to give it a once over like i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna find it on like a lending link and uh give it a well try. i mean it, dude it's already uh they are pirates already got it like the drm for the game they cracked it you could totally find it free somewhere yeah well i mean i don't know like usually uh resident evil games like the puzzles always kind of like frustrate me so yeah, I, like ever since well, Resident I mean, Evil 2, uh, just like finding this particular card or like statue and bringing it this particular area has always. You been... know what we could do? What's up? How about this? Next time I come over, and I'll bring my computer. I'll uh, hook it up to projector. Uh, I'll make sure I have all the items so I could do a speed run, and uh, I can do the playthrough for you. So at least you can see what it's like, what it's like without having to worry about the troubles of uh solving stupid puzzles okay yeah we'll check it out sounds good did you play anything else 
Um, mostly, mostly just Resident Evil. I mean, you were done with Resident Evil, like, I don't know, like, the day that you got it. I think you beat it the day that you No, got I beat it. it in two days. Two days? Two days, but Seems I played it a quick. lot in those two days. Uh, my first playthrough took me about six hours, I want to say. And then the Madhouse difficulty playthrough took me four hours. I almost, it, it took me four hours and five minutes. I was almost able to get it under the wire. But that was just because I knew how to solve all the puzzles and stuff, and I was rushing through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have avoided, I could have saved a lot of time by just running past a lot of enemies. But I decided to not take any chances and just kill everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, finally I was like alright now I just need to beat it under 4 hours so I put it on the easiest difficulty and I'm like shit I should have just played it on Madhouse again but uh, I was able to do it I beat it in uh, 2 hours and 14 minutes so that's yep. good 2 hours and 14 I'm, I'm not bad it, at it's, all it's off to the side right now don't want to burn myself out on it I want to be able to play it again I very much enjoy it uh, the only other Resident Evil that I enjoyed as much as this one was Resident Evil 1, the mm. HD remaster. Yeah. Um, but, uh, today, I bought two games, uh, Deus Ex, Human Revolution, and Mankind Divided. Um, uh, and I didn't know how I was gonna feel about these games, but they were really cheap, so I was like, it's worth a shot, and I started playing, and... It has this one thing, this one mechanic about certain video games that I like very much. And that is freedom of approach. You can either go in guns blazing. You could go in stealth and neutralize any enemies by tranquilizing them. You could use non-lethal. Or you could just, if you're good enough, you could just sneak past anyone you want. Uh, I have yet to see what the boss fights are like. Uh, I'm waiting to see if it's like Metal Gear where you have you could potentially beat a boss with non-lethal tactics. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played a Metal Gear game like that, but uh, whenever it came to Metal Gear Solid 3, they had this one boss who you didn't really have to fight, and uh, all you really did was walk down a river, and anyone you killed in that in your current playthrough up to that point is there on that narrow river as a ghost, and if you touch them, you die. So it becomes like a weird game of Guitar Hero where you have to avoid all the little frets, hmm. and uh, it's so much easier if you just go through like the whole beginning of the game not killing anyone. So I like that, and it also has like this cool little um, – it has like this Mass Effect type dialogue system where you have the option to talk to people, and sometimes you actually have to like persuade people or like be rude to them because they give you like a, um, a dialogue box next to the person as well as like a persuasion meter, and it tells you how good you're doing if you made a bad choice. Um, and it tells you how to deal with people whenever they start acting certain ways. You just have to be able to determine whether or not they're acting a certain way, uh, which can be hard sometimes. But yeah, I think it's very nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to beating it and then moving on to the sequel. Uh, and if anyone's listening, it is on sale for 75% off now. But by the time you're hearing this, it's 
probably not on sale anymore. Yeah, you're going to be listening from the future, so uh, there's <laughs> it's going to be yeah. too late for you. <laughs> yeah, but it's worth a mention. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's it. You buy anything else? Nope. And hmm? saving a little bit of money. Well, no, I take that back. As you know, last week I sold a lot of stuff on Steam. You did, in order to uh, afford Resident Evil. Yes, but then I found out that uh, I had a $50 Microsoft gift card from Christmas. Hmm. And so I just used that cre- that credit as well as $10 to buy Resident Evil 7 for $10. Cool. And that was well worth the money. <laughs> um, so with all that extra credit, I decided to pre-order Ghost Recon Wildlands, a game I am very much anticipating. Cause it's a, uh, it's like it it puts together that old like that open world Metal Gear Solid Five feel, with the military simulation that I like from certain games. All right. How about you? Uh, man, I bought a lot of shit. Uh, like the humble bundles out this month, and there's a lot of good shit in there. There's uh, Abzu. You told me about that. Like, I think two podcasts Ooh, you ago. You got that? Yeah, that's in there. Uh, oh, sweet. You should uh, totally try to play that with Lena. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, XCOM 2. I didn't know XCOM 2 was like 60 bucks on Steam. Yeah, dude, it's still full price. It's super. The game's been out for three years. I'm surprised that uh, it's in the uh, humble bundle, but yeah, it's in there for 12 bucks if you if you have a subscription. So that was that was pretty nice. Uh, a lot of good stuff this month. Uh, Steam World Heist. Uh, I talked about it. A couple of podcasts ago, so I've already played it, and I already have a copy. But SteamWorld Heist is a really nice offshoot of SteamWorld Dig. And SteamWorld Dig was kind of like Spelunky, but like with upgradables. And SteamWorld Heist is uh, like more like a uh, two-dimensional like strategy. It's, it's actually a lot like XCOM, except everybody is made out of... Uh, steam robot parts so it's every, I'm everything looking at it right robot. now it looks very interesting yeah um, it's like that tycoon game that i used to play where you would just keep digging down until you got that earth's core yeah uh there's also a copy of oclos omega oclos omega is uh this uh it's a game where basically you you uh lead a mob into trying to defeat your Oppressive mythical gods. <laughs> I'm looking at that right now too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a pretty cool game. Husk looks nice. I'm not really into horror games though. Oh, um, you know I am. Project High Rise uh, is a very uh, nice little uh, like city style SimCity builder, but skyscrapers. I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, that looks nice. Uh, they well, put. That's bad news. What? Husk is rated very, very badly on mm. Steam. Yeah. So uh, it 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 looks scary, but it might just play like very shitty. It might just play like crap. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't know. Like for somebody who hasn't, who's not really into like scary games, I used to stream and people would be like, "Hey, you should play all the scary games. I want to see you jump out of your skin, and that'll make me laugh." And I was like, "Oh, uh, I guess sure." Uh, because I was playing Dead Space, and it was, like, my first, baby's first scary game. It was all jump scares. And... That was my first scary game, too. Oh, yeah? 
It was yeah. uh, it was uh, pretty scary, but now looking back at it, I don't even understand why I was scared. Um, I got into Dead Space whenever the third one was announced. Uh, mm. once that was announced, I was like, man, this trailer looks awesome. Did you it's move? on a snow planet yeah. with zombie with uh, alien zombies, as well as like Phil Collins in the trailer, <laughs> like Collins that song. Yeah. yeah, I can feel it. Calling in the air tonight. I never saw that trailer. Dude, you should totally look it up. And that's what made me interested. I only got it because, like, the the mechanic of shooting off people's, like, or monsters' limbs in order for them to, like, stop coming at you was a lot different. Strategic dismemberment. It was very different than just shooting them in the head or just shooting them outright to get them down. So it looked really interesting. And, like, the, uh, what is it? The mining laser that you shot that could shift from horizontal to vertical, that was really cool. And they had a oh, bunch the, uh, of... Oh, plasma gun. Yeah, plasma gun. Like, they had uh, a lot of different weapons, like the contact beam and... Um, oh, my bad. The I'm saw. Gonna re- I'm going to correct myself again. The plasma cutter. That's plasma what it cutter. was called. Well, yeah, it was for mining, though, is what yeah, I remember. It was, for, uh, it was actually for engineering. It was for mechanical repair. Because the whole reason why Isaac and his team went to the USG Ishimura was because they received a distress call and they needed to go and uh, repair the ship. Yeah. And it was a very old ship. That was that was its last mining expedition before it was going to be de- decommissioned. Uh, I think and it's kind it of fucked up that they told Isaac just to do fucking everything. Well, he also had a reason for being there. His, uh, his, his wife. wife, yeah. Uh, she just so happened to be on that ship, and uh, talk about bad timing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I played. I had pre-ordered Dead Space Three because I was really looking forward to it, and then I was like, "Well, this is the third one. Let's let's play the other two. So I went to GameStop. I bought the first Dead Space, and I played that on PS3, and I beat it in like three days, and I was like, "Man, that was." That was so much fun. Once you get past the scares, it just becomes a really good, yeah. intense action game. So, uh, like, after a while, you also kind of understand. Like, you, you can kind of tell when a jump scare is going to happen. Like, because you just like, oh, this is a very narrow corridor. Lights are flickering. There's a bunch of, like... Really super uh, quiet for some strange reason. There's a bunch of uh, ventilation grates. Yeah. And uh, eventually it gets to the point where you're like... I think I know which crate the monster's gonna jump out of, and you just start aiming at it, and you start walking slowly, and then it pops out, and you're like, "All right, time to shoot off your arms and legs." Yeah. Um. So I played that, liked it. I went traded in at GameStop, and I got the second one. And this was whenever they were both like under ten dollars. Hmm. So that was very. Yeah, that was the best time to do it. Shit. Exactly. And then uh, after I beat the second one, a week later, the third one came out, and I was ready for that. So I have nothing good to. I have nothing but good to say about Dead Space, and I really hope that they make another one because the DLC for Dead Space 3 left you on a huge ass cliffhanger. I have yet to finish the second one, so yeah, <laughs> don't spoil anything, I guess. I'm not but, gonna say much. Um, did you end up moving up to like harder, like harder hard difficulties in Dead Space? No, not hard difficulties, but like harder, like horror games, harder stuff, scarier stuff. Uh, the scariest thing I probably played was Outlast, and that's just because you couldn't fight back. 
Oh yeah, I played uh, Amnesia and Penumbra. Oh jeez. Yeah, and those were I I forget I think uh, Amnesia was the one where you couldn't fight back, and I was like, well, this is gonna be just uh, up the creek without a paddle all the fucking time. But yeah, not a big fan either. Uh. Like, Alien Isolation looks terrifying, but at least you can somewhat fight back. I mean, you can't kill the alien because it stays present throughout the whole game. You don't kill it till the end. Like, that's how the alien movies work. I watched somebody play it, and, like, it was just the most boring ten hours that I had ever seen. (laughs) Like, a lot of hiding. That that was pretty much it. So. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I like to really be able to face my problems head on. Like, if there's a reason to be scared of something, it's because you can't do anything about it. But once you can do something about it, it kind of takes away the fear factor, and it's just more of you want to survive. And you want to survive badly enough that you're willing to fight this, like, disgusting-looking evil creature. Mm. That's well, how I felt about Dead Space. Dead Space is great. Uh, oh, I beat that. I beat Dead Space one entirely with just a plasma cutter. That's and there's an there's great. an achievement for that. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know until I got to the very end. <laughs> plasma cutter like, is a good weapon. So. Oh, it is very good. It's like the most balanced weapon in the game, especially once you upgrade it all the way. Man, it is good. I think uh, my favorite was the uh, I think it was called like the pulse gun or the repeater or something, but it shot like light balls and. Uh, it was the one that you had the most ammo with, and it was the most, like, it was efficient fully one. Uh, yeah, I think if you held down the button... Just oh, yeah, the, the pulse rifle. Uh, My problem with that one was that it wasn't really good at dismembering. Like, it was too precision-based, whereas with the plasma cutter, you had a little leeway because yeah, it shot leeway. in a line. But, man, if you, if you were precise, then, like, the amount of ammo that you would use to, like, dismember... Um, one of those zombies was a lot less on the pulse rifle, so it'd be more efficient. That's why I remember using it all the time. But yep. we still need to get we need to play Dead Space too. I keep saying that we need to do it. We really have to do it. Yeah. Um, I I have it on my uh, uh, portable desktop, so anytime, man. We'll pull right. it out. We can play through the whole game on the couch. Um, what else is on the Humble Bundle here? They got Hollow Knight, which actually looks really, really good. It's got that old-timey, even, like, you could even say cup style, like, cuphead style, like, art. I'll look that up. But keep talking while I do this. Yeah. So it's, a uh, it's a 2D platformer with, like, uh, combat mechanics, and, uh, everything looks like it's straight out of, like, uh, like... A Tim Burton's Whoa. like Disney cartoon. This looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks really, really nice, and the animations are all very fluid and, and fast. And wait, like, that's on Humble Bundle. Yeah, it's in the Humble Bundle right now. It's a sneak peek, so I don't know if they have the full game. Yeah, it's later not even on. out right now. But yeah, it's in there. It's not even early access. Well, it's not early access on Steam. If it's you'd like to like give it a some... try, just let me know. Oh fuck yes. Um. Oh dear. Looks like a really fun game. So it's basically Outrun, uh, where you know you're driving and everything's moving past you really, really fast, except you're trying to hit all the deer on the <laughs> road. And so it's just like hundreds and hundreds of deer that you're murdering as you drive through it. There's another game in here called Rise, Son of Rome, and I'm not even going to talk nope, about it. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Stay yeah, away from that game. Let's just forget it. 
that's not worth even it. in there. I don't know why that's in there. but Because uh, <laughs> it's old and it's cheap. Yeah. But yeah, uh, other than that, been playing a lot of uh, XCOM and still on Cave Blazers for a little while. Um, I've been trying to bust out uh, the Jackbox Party games ever since we played that that one night with uh, it's very me, situational. you, and Brian. Yeah, it's very situational. Um, I just came back from a Super Bowl party, actually. Uh, good yeah. old sports game. Good old sports game. Hooray, sports. Sports yep, ball. that sports ball. <laughs> sports ball. Go team. Oh, that was quite a zing play. What? What a great play that was! Yes. Hmm. America. It feels like we, it feels like we had this conversation before. Probably, but uh, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, I was gonna try and pull the Jackbox party pack out, but uh, like immediately, like thirty seconds after the game was over, everybody left. So <laughs> I was like, well, "All right, see Remember, you later." When there's a bunch of people that are there for a Super Bowl party, it's, they're probably gonna watch. Well, I was told, I was told that uh, no, we're not actually fans of the Super Bowl. We actually don't care at all about it. And I was like, well, then that's great, because I don't either. And so it's just a bunch of people just finding bunch an excuse to get over, you know, to get together. I thought and drink. Yeah. But uh, no, no, like everybody was tuned in, so I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna sit here, play with this little kid, I'm gonna make some paper claws and airplanes and some ninja stars. That's that's <laughs> what I did. I was in the corner, just. Uh... Oh, poor Lee, they put you in a corner. Well, they didn't put me in a corner. I I didn't wanted to be in the corner because everybody <laughs> else was talking about football. I was, didn't really care. I think by the end of it, I was reading Yu Yu Hakusho on my phone. So. No. <laughs> yep. Man, That's you could have just came. You could have came home at any time, and then we could have just started. Well, the I didn't have my car, see, because Lena was supposed uh-huh. to be with me. And whenever we drove that way on the way over there, her work called, and so I wasn't sh- like I wanted to leave, but I, I really should have left. But I was like, you know what, I'm gonna stay. And uh, yeah, like I stayed, and the guy who was hosting the party said he was gonna drive me home, which is what happened. So all right. You could have yeah. called Brian. I'm pretty sure he would have picked you up. Uh, Good old Brian. You know he's reliable like that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was, it was just like three hours. It was no big deal. Like, there was food there. There was pizza. There was wings. There was drinks. Yeah. Like, I can I can amuse myself, like, for an infinite amount of time. Like, it doesn't really matter that much to me. But I really just wanted to play Jackbox, and I was not able to. So. Poorly. Yeah, I know. It's really, really I fun. I feel your pain, too, because that's some fun games. That is a really fun game. Just a fun set of games. Uh, I don't think I bought anything else. Uh, I did buy the DLC for XCOM 2, so as yep. uh, soon as I finish my playthrough of XCOM 1, I'm going to get to that. Yeah, uh, fun. Here's the thing about the XCOM 2 DLC. It's integrated into the story very well, so you don't essentially need to beat the campaign before you could access the DLC. In fact, you should probably play the DLC once you're prepared enough for it. Like, check out the difficulty for it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, do it as soon as possible because they give you some very good tools to use through the rest of the campaign. Okay, okay. Um, also, last time when we talked about XCOM, how I told you, like, when we were talking about cheesing it by saving after every uh, turn. Yeah. Uh... I say I would say that you should only do that until you get your characters up 
uh, enough levels so that they could sustain themselves. Okay. Um, that's the only thing because you can re- it'll hurt you very badly if you lose a very high level character or you lose someone who's even medium level because by the time that happens you have to bring a rookie to missions just to get them up to par and they are like so hard to keep alive and the only way they get XP is if they do anything yeah. and to do things you have to be close to things that can like go like nom nom on your health yeah, but I mean, like, by by the time that you have high-level dudes, you can, like, invest oh, you in... You can totally afford to, like, just... armor and, like, all the other, like... Exactly. Great laser guns and plasma guns and whatnot. Yes. I'm sure it'll be fine. Like At that point, once you have at least, like, maybe your... Your... Ass- not your assault, your heavy... Your assault and your medic. Once those are max level, I would say it's safe to start bringing recruits... To missions so you can like start leveling up some alternate characters just in case things happen to you good yeah, ones just in case you get wound, uh, wounded or something exactly but yeah um that's what i've been doing actually because uh, i find that like i don't know i can bring my a team to like the table on every mission but they're not growing so there's no point in doing exactly. that so i usually switch out one or two guys with the rookies and I'm leveling up. Eventually, I'll get like a team of all uh, snipers or a team of all support characters, and and play that way just to make it interesting. Uh, definitely. Also, first run on XCOM 2 should just play Long War 2 as soon as you get in, just because uh, if you do the original campaign, you're gonna get you're gonna learn a lot of bad habits from that that will really punish you in Long War 2, and Long War 2 is there it's difficult in a sense but it's also easier in the sense that you can win back continents yeah no i hear you like um i think it was you said there's a lot of like uh quality of life like uh yes a lot of quality of life changes so um yeah it's just a better game you don't have to work around dumb mechanics that uh they didn't also in there they add in a mechanic that uh you're really gonna benefit from getting a shitload of recruits and you get to make different squads, like different platoons and such. So if one platoon's just out of commission, you already have like five backup platoons. Hmm. And you can send out different platoons to different areas to scout out for missions, and that's how you find missions. So when you deploy them, they're already on site, so you don't have to worry about loading screens for like getting inside of the the jet to fly to locations. They just um they're already there, so they'll just appear like they'll start walking, they'll approach the battlegrounds. You complete the mission, and the only time that they come back to base is if you exfil them using the uh, the jet. That's cool, I guess. I don't know. It's the 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 logistics of putting them <laughs> in a jet and then flying them off to the mission never really bothered me. But no, but the thing is, after you do that like 20 times, it becomes a horrible load screen. Like just god off. Well, I've already and done it like forty times, and I feel like it doesn't really matter. It's just the load screen. Ah, uh, fucking! I hated it so much. I installed a couple of mods that actually cut, like, reduce it as much as possible. Press escape, and then you don't you don't see the jet anymore, and then so they're inside the jet, and it's like eight, like not even eight seconds. It's like four seconds, and then you press engage. That's it. Another cool thing they do though is uh whenever you're equipping or you're outfitting 
your uh, squads before they head out to a mission that you show them they uh they appear in a safe house and they're like hanging out and stuff and that's a cool little thing to just see i'm about it i'm gonna see we'll see what happens why do i right. still have tower tower climb i totally refunded that that's weird yeah that game was a piece of shit <laughs> uh, yeah, i was looking through my purchases and for some sh- uh it's preloaded okay never mind yes let's take that off and destroy it and burn it in a fire nice uh, hmm. Any TV shows or things that you've seen lately? Well, let's talk about the news first. I have a pretty good news docker here. Uh, some of it's kind of uh, old, but you know what? It's it's fine. There's a uh, Razor Project Ariana. Razor's been doing some crazy new stuff, and uh, at CES like 2017, there's a lot of really nice stuff there. Um. Uh, one of which is uh, Project Ariana, which is a projector that, like, comes with, like, it utilizes your TV. So let's say you have, like, a 42-inch or a 32-inch or however big your TV is, all right? You hang it on the wall, and you set your computer up, like, in the center on an island. And your projector is on top, uh, like, connected to the ceiling on that island. So this 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 is the prime setup, and what happens is this projector will uh, project like everything that goes beyond your uh, screen. So like whenever you're looking forward, and let's say you're playing a first-person shooter, and so you'll see like you know the tip of your gun and your left hand or whatever, but the projector will project like. Uh, the rest of the screen like so it'll look like the atmosphere kind of just bleeds out of your um tv that could be very handy in uh like battlefield and such yeah it looks really really like situational awareness it's not clear it's not like the clearest because it's fisheye lensed and it but it just looks really really nice that is that is the gaming setup of the future and I appreciate that somebody took the time to think about this product and then developed it. I can't imagine it getting very popular, but that looks I would really fucking the game, cool. I would assume that the gaming setup of the future is just like a virtual reality room. Yeah. Or like an augmented reality room. Shut up. This is a different. This is a this, this is a side. This is as immersive as you can yeah, get. It's not, it's not that immersive, but still. It's still nice. It's still nice. Imagine to have. like watching a movie and it just like plays like colors like all around you to like adjust with the atmosphere. Well, it's not just colors, you know. It's like pieces of the, of the no, environment. No, I'm talking like like a movie. Like if you like, let's say they adapt it so that way it works with certain movies. Yeah. Like you're not gonna just watch Transformers and then just see like a bunch of blurry fucking Transformers and breaking down buildings all around you while you watch it on the big screen. That might be cool though. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if it was like, if it was like, if it lined up with what was on the screen, so like, if as the if as the sky, skyscrapers were falling and they they got out of the shot, like as that happened, the projector would project skyscrapers falling outside of on the edges of your TV. Like that wouldn't be too bad. That would just be more information for you to enjoy i can only imagine how well that's going to be with like overwatch hmm. yeah i don't know but uh they played i think they played dishonor with it and it looked really nice so 
Uh, speaking of Overwatch, some dude uh, was playing Overwatch in this fucked up resolution, uh, 100 by 105, uh, just for kicks, and it is very interesting. I'm gonna paste it. Uh, looks really neat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, can't you can't see anything, but uh, you you get like a billion frames per second. So Jesus. that's that's something. Oh, uh, hmm. What about that like three monitor laptop that Razer? Yeah, yeah, put? Project Valerie. That's my next thing on the, the item. Good segue, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Project Valerie is a three monitor laptop that folds out trifold like a wallet, and uh, it looks nice. And it's like ten thousand dollars. It's crazy expensive. Jesus. So I don't know who this is for, but. Man, they got some dosh to be. The last around. thing that was that expensive that Razer created was that like laptop where the keyboard was all LED uh, screens. Hmm. Did you know about that? No, I they didn't had, know about like, that. All the individual keys were LEDs, so that way if you play games like WoW or League of Legends, you can put the icons of the actual buttons Skills, yeah. on the buttons. Uh, MacBook has this new uh, bar that uh, they're putting out on their all their back MacBooks, and it's an LED bar. Basically, you can, like, uh, scrub a movie with it, or if you're mixing, you can cut sectionals off of an audio file. There's a lot of stuff that you could do with it, but it's, it looks really nice, and uh, I like the quality of the LED screen, but I don't know how much people are... how, how many people are going to be using that. Yeah. I, I guess a lot of people use GarageBand, so... <laughs> My my workout. Uh, so I heard this from a friend, and I told you about this earlier today. Uh, apparently that laptop, that three monitor laptop, was yep. stolen from CES. Not not during the closed hours. I'm talking about during the convention. Yeah. All right. And what's weird is the display model that they had didn't even fold. So this guy just, was just closed around. up this three-monitor behemoth of a laptop and managed to sneak off with it. Just get it. He probably looked like he knew what he was doing, like he belonged, like he was the guy that was supposed to be taking care of this unit. Probably Just like that guy who came into that Walmart like a couple months back with just like a workout shirt and like some pretend like body armor. And he went to the Walmart pretending he was Loomis. He was like, hey, yeah, I'm here for the money like to drop off into the truck. And they just fucking gave it to him. <laughs> what? Did you, you didn't hear about that? No. Yeah, he was just wearing like a workout shirt and then like uh, one of those like uh, vests to put weight on you as you work out. He didn't even have a Loomis shirt. And he came into the Walmart. He was like, hey, yeah, this is Loomis. I'm here for the money. They fucking gave him the money. And then, like, he pretended That's to sign whatever. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it was, it was, like, I think it was something upwards to, like, $100,000 that that Walmart... No, that couldn't have been. That's way too much. No, I believe it. That that sounds exactly how much, like, Walmart... Walmart gets a lot of money flowing through there. It was probably something, like, between seventy to, like, 80000 But it, that sounds more right. That sounds like... Yeah, anyways... But no, he was he was just very classy about it. He didn't hurt, you know, no guns. Nobody got hurt. Just came I mean, in. If, if you can talk your money. way 
through that, then kudos. Exactly. Uh, a lot of people talk like that to women. <laughs> hey, you want to have sex with me? Come on, let's go. <laughs> hey, I'm the guy. I'm the guy that you uh, you calling. That's me. Mm-hmm. So uh, next on the news docket, I've got perception from the developers of Bioshock. Have you seen this? No. No. It's very very interesting. It's a game where the main heroine is a blind girl, and you use echolocation to explore the mansion. So, like, the whole screen is black, except for, like, whenever you do your little clicky noise with your mouth. And then what happens is, like, you're, like, fucking the daredevil. And so you can kind of see, like, you know, the way the sound bounces off. Like, you can get, like, kind of a feeling spatially of where things are. And um, it's a haunted mansion. And so it's, it's a horror game. So as you play it, you run into these like figures that you're echolocating off of and you're trying to stay alive and away from this presence. It looks really, really good and uh, I can't wait to play it. I, I really like Bioshock and I'm a big fan of their work. So um, play that. I'm going to play We Happy Few because it looks like it's the same kind of vibe. I'm, I'm sure. Well, it's, it's a development team that branched off of the people who made Bioshock. We Happy Few? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's great because you know that that comes to mind. Like they definitely look like they. It's they that dystopian future type yeah. deal. Yeah. Um. Nice. What I wanted to say. Oh yeah, about that echolocation game that you were talking about. Uh, I've already played a game like that. Have you? Yes. It wasn't three dimensional, but uh, it was a survival horror type game. It was more. It was mostly like puzzle solving, and it was like individual levels, like a flash game that you would play on a website. Uh, it was called Dark Echo, and all it is is you're a pair of feet, like these white feet, and once you hit onto the directional pad on your computer, you move, and it sends out like these little particles that fly in every direction to simulate a sound wave, and then they'll start ricocheting off of walls and such, and it lets you know where you have to go. But if any of those particles, and they'll keep bouncing until they uh like until they hit something they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, they'll bounce like twice, um, and if they touch one of the enemies, you don't, and you don't see what they look like. Nobody has like a, a character uh, model. It's just like your little white feet. But if it hits one of the enemies, they start sending out red sound waves, and they just start coming after you. That's it neat. is intense. You should send me a link if it's still up. I'm Dark Echo. In trying. Yeah. Yeah, this is it's flash game. Oh, I thought, I thought you were talking, I thought you said it was a flash game. It's fla- It's it plays like a flash game. It should be a flash game, but it's not. Oh, I'll check it out. Uh, there's another game that's kind of like that. That has been on my wish list called Duskers, and it's basically like um, you program these robots to like go out there and explore and then bring back resources, but you only have the information that the robots go out there to find. So the fog of war is super duper heavy and like you're constantly trying to like fill out this map to figure out like hey when's the next floor? Like where are all the baddies and like how are they moving along this like two dimensional plane? It looks nice and it looks very like the whole game looks like like a like way you Dutani, like, alien-style, like, control manifold. 
which is a very nice aesthetic. So, um, by the uh, way, Dark what? Echo, three dollars. Hmm. Look it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else in the news that you were interested in? Uh, just a lot of different articles that are just insane. Uh, <laughs> there's scientists that are now genetically modifying cyborg dragonflies. <laughs> Yeah, so they have these like little chips that are solar powered that they're able to attach to these dragonflies now because dragonflies like they're able to carry the most weight out of all the insects that fly. So um, it's really interesting because they have these diodes that like are just stabbed directly into the brain part of of these oh, poor dragonflies. Have you ever have you no. seen you've seen them do this to cockroaches, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so it's like a diode that fires um, an electronic charge and the cockroach will move left. Or if Yeah, you... it'll, it'll simulate like a, a, a synapse response yeah. or a, a, a nervous response. So yeah, um, they're thinking about... This is straight out of fucking Black Mirror, man. I am a little, <laughs> a little scared. This is going to start happening to us. Yeah, but... They're looking into uh, doing it so that they can um, uh, start spying on us. Maybe, but practical use is tiny surveillance systems and uh, pollination machines. Yes, so. definitely, because bees are starting to die, so we need yep. something else that can start pollinating. Can you imagine genetically modified dragonflies that have like furry tails? Furry tails. I and can. We, we genetically modify them so that way they're more interested in flowers. Mm. And they start pollinating. Yeah. We start getting dragonfly honey. It would be cool just to like capture one of those and hack it. Like that would just be fun to do. <laughs> yeah, like a drone. Sounds super illegal, but <laughs> I'd, I'd probably end up doing it. You get fined like $8,000 for fucking with their bug. Yeah. No, man, I accidentally just drove across it. My bad. <laughs> but uh, what else is there? Uh, Banner Saga returns to Kickstarter to finish off the trilogy. So I have to finish Banner Saga 2 pretty soon before 3 comes out. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of cool shit for Banner Saga. Have you played any Banner Saga? I've played the first one and never got too far into it. I just got, like, I kind of fell off. Hmm. Wasn't too interested in it. Uh, I'm not a big fan of like those uh, uh, turn-based grid movement uh, games. Oh, isometric, like uh, isometric. yeah, isometric yes. battle screens. I've always been a fan of those ever since Final Fantasy Tactics. So, like that's my jam. Um, yeah, I guess uh, if it's not it's not your jam, it's not your jam. Did you I... see Nintendo Switch uh, Super Bowl? commercial no i did not yeah they were they were sporting breath of the wild like nice. new footage of breath of the wild and uh just new footage of people like playing in their bedroom and then like going to the park or like going to a friend's house or whatever and oh yes it's a switch you can put it in there and it makes a very satisfying clicky sound i like that sound Good. like i'm really they they must have had like great people working on that sound <laughs> Because it's, are always good it's because... just the right noise that you want to hear. 
whatever yeah, you put the stuff in. So I have a mechanical keyboard, and I love that click sound. I've seen your mechanical keyboard. It's it's very very nice. I don't know if I'd get annoyed with it's typing on that thing, but it's how like much was it? Five bucks. That's not bad. Dude, you should totally get it. It's chroma key. I mean, it's not like a Razer chroma keyboard where mm-hmm. like you can digital like through a computer program mess with all the uh, lights. You have to like it's all analog, so you have to like hit a certain key on the keyboard and it'll put it into this mode to be reprogrammed and then uh you just have to tap the keys and it'll put different colors but yeah it's very nice i already have a really nice keyboard that i use like it has yeah it's got like um uh it's just your standard keyboard plus like there's like five hotkeys on the left side that you can program into anything and then there's like five different light modes and i can turn it any color i want and there's like media controls on the top so you know what I would like? I want. I wish somebody could invent this: a keyboard, a mechanical keyboard, that has a stealth mode. Like you just flip a switch on the side, and it like sends a signal that like unlocks a certain thing on the keys that makes it so that way they don't click anymore. Because like sometimes if I ever bring this keyboard to a friend's house and I'm pl- I'm on my or like someone sleeps over. Uh, I can't be on my computer at night because it's just click clack and click clack, and they can't they can't go to sleep. <laughs> but I like that sound. Hmm. Well, uh, you know, if if just click clacking on a keyboard keeps you awake, then it sounds like you have more problems than <laughs> just that. I feel like in this day and age, you should be able to sleep through click clacking of a keyboard i sleep with my podcasts playing in the background dude. i sleep with my tv on all the fucking time i get great See, sleep, i can't so. do that because it's too bright but uh definitely sound i sound use a is projector delicious. so it's super fucking bright <laughs> yeah so uh uh what else is xbox one is getting an update and uh with the addition of what is it co-pilot mode so yes. yeah have you seen that no so uh, this will let two controllers be assigned to one player, and it's great news for disabled and young gamers. So that you know, like you can have your older brother, your mom, pop. <laughs> I'm not sure about mom, but you can have somebody who knows what they're doing, like just legit, like being right there to back you up, like on the same controller. So that's really nice. And uh, I don't know how. I would feel defeated if I was a disabled person and I had to well, use this, though. Think would, like this. It would be more... What if, what if you were playing, like, Brother, A Tale of Two Sons? That game is meant to be played with, like, one half of the controller controls one brother, the other half controls another brother. That that solves, like, a big old co-op issue with that game. I guess, but... If I were disabled, I would... It's I would, situational, I would get a right? modified disabled person's controller where, yeah. like, it looks like, you know, the spider? Where, like... I don't know if they call it the spider, but it's basically like a bunch of um, like mechanical parts that hook onto one side of your controller so that you can p- press all of the other buttons on the other side. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. yeah, let's say you lost one of your hands. How hard would you try to figure out a solution to play video games? Very, very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I can't. I, I don't think I can stop playing at this point in my life. It's been far too long. All right, long okay, so, okay, you you either, okay, like, either or, right? Either you can't have sex ever again, or you can't play video games ever again. I'll go celibate. What? <laughs> I'll go celibate. 
I'll just play video games for the rest of my life. Same, same. I mean, sex is alright, but... But well, video games is a different experience every time. Video games is a totally different experience every time. Also, I could pay for video games and not be judged. <laughs> That's the thing, because you could definitely pay for sex as whether or not you're going to get judged for Hold it. Hold on, just... STD. Wait, what time is it now? Uh, recording a minute and two. Just give me a second. My roommate wants to bother me. What's up? I got a mouse in my house. Oh. Yep. What's going on? What's she doing? Uh, she's taking one of the mouse traps that I put on the counter, and she's gonna put right. it, set it up in her room. So, yeah. All right. Uh, gonna resume the podcast. Yeah, minute two. Uh, I, I didn't cut it. I didn't stop recording. So. All right. Um, in other news. So right down when. Yeah. In, in uh, in other news, uh, a game was released to early access. Someone you might know what this. Uh, might have heard of this. Conan Exiles. Conan the, Exiles. The video game. It's basically Ark Survival based in the Conan uh, universe. Conan the Barbarian. The mm-hmm. old mo- movies where Arnold Schwarzenegger was a barbarian. Yeah. Um, the developers put out an update to the early access game. Th- and they forgot to enable the DRM. Yeah. Good <laughs> so, for them. A bunch of a bunch of pirates got that got a hold of it, and they didn't have to do anything. And it's like if you want to play an early access build of the game without any updates from that point, you can totally find it, no problem. <laughs> it is out there. And the That's developers were like, "What well, we?" The developers just said, "We hope that people will still will enjoy it enough to like want to get the updated version." And pay for the game anyways they they really can't go back yeah um yeah that's pretty cool i like i like conan the barbarian i was always i was always uh, a big fan of those types of movies the barbarian brothers especially was like a great movie so i'm more of a crom fan crom hmm. the barbarian i never saw crom the barbarian crom the barbarian is really into bears oh yeah <laughs> Well, that doesn't Hello, count. The Magic Tavern, that uh, doesn't count at all. Oh, but he's still a barbarian. Yeah, still but a character. Not a movie. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't need to see him physically to still enjoy his character. Would you really want to? You want to see? Some yes, I would like now? to see Crom the Barbarian, like someone, an artist rendition of Crom the Barbarian. Writing poetry about sex with bears. Yes, fingering a bear. <laughs> but I digress. Um. Uh, do you want to do emails now? Um, there's still a few things that uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, All right, let's do it. John Hurt's dead. John yes. Hurt? Who's that? John Hurt. Uh, he was a doctor. He was one of the doctors in Doctor Who. He was. Ah, uh, I feel sorry for all the Whovians, but I'm not a real big, not really big into Doctor Who. Well, I mean, it's it's a sad shame. He's a yeah. he's a good actor. I think he was, I think he was in an X Men movie. I'm not entirely sure about that though. I may have seen him somewhere else besides Doctor Who. I keep mistaking him for Ian McCullen, to be honest. So. You know who they should have gotten to play Doctor Who? Who? Fucking Bill Nye, the science guy. Nah. He's not At English. Some, you need an English it doesn't, guy. It doesn't matter. He rocks the bow tie like nobody else, no, no other. I mean, I like him. And he's a scientist. I like him a lot. Uh, that whole debate that he had with Ken Ham was nice. But... Uh, I don't know. I feel like you got to be English for that. 
You gotta be like almost da- David Tennant level. Wait, hold on a second. Isn't Doctor Who based on like multiverse theory? Um, kind of. Couldn't there be a um like a different universe where Doctor Who wasn't like Cockney English? No, actually, because of all the universes, like the the race of uh the Doctor. The race that the Doctor is, the time... I forget what they're called. It's been so long since I've watched it. The Time but, Lords? Yeah, the Time Lords. They live outside of time and space and parallel universes. So, like, That's weird. Yeah, they're like the overwatchers of... like They're the time police. But isn't there isn't there potentially a, a Time Lord that's not Cockney English? No. Like, they're all, they're all English. Like, Jeez. all of them are dead except for the one that the show is about. And there's another one called the Master that's like roaming around space time somewhere, and he's eventually gonna come back. I, I he probably already has. I haven't watched it in forever, but they're they're at the twelfth Doctor right now, I believe, which is uh, uh I forget that English guy's name, but whatevs. Yes. Uh, yeah. Poor John Hurt. Very he's sad. Dead. A lot of Pokemon R. fans. R.I.P. in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. In peace. R- rest in peace. Rip. In peace. Rip in peace. Rip in peace. Thousands of people are getting banned from Pokemon Sun and Moon for cheating. Good. Yep. Filthy fucking cheaters. Look, Amazing. here's the thing. If you buy a single player game, and you fucking break the game for your single player experience, I could care less. All right. All right. But there's a lot of oh. false positives, though. A lot of people who are like being traded these like created Pokemon don't know that they're created Pokemon. So, no, like, they don't, which sucks, but yeah. it's not like Nintendo's going to fucking investigate, like, deeply into that well, to find the source. And also there are people who have totally legit Pokemon that are getting banned. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it's, uh, the system has quite a few kinks in it. and uh, uh, a, a few kinks? Some pretty big issues, if you ask me. Well, I don't know what the ratio is between, like... False positives and legit bans. Oh, but... Here's the thing. Are they getting banned from the online service? Or are they getting banned and like having the license for the game revoked and they can't even play the game? Uh, let me see. Uh, online service. Oh, I could give a shit about that. I don't. I never play a Pokemon game online. Mm-hmm. I always just play the uh, campaign and then I go for like all the extra little Easter eggs and like hard to find optional things. But you gotta play with your peeps, bruh. Yeah. But, however... I do not condone cheating in multiplayer games. If you pay $60 for a game and it's just you that it's affecting, fine. But the second you start hindering someone else's uh, $60 that they put into the game or however much money they spent on it, you deserve to be banned from that game and not given a refund. Mm. I'm, I crack down on it. I don't. I, I, no mercy. Okay. Um. Uh, what next? Uh, super hot. What happens next? What happens super next, hot. John? Super hot. Super, super hot. The hot. card game reworks the f- a first-person shooter for tabletop. No way. Yeah. There's a fr- there's a card game. There's gonna be a super hot card game. How much you wanna bet we're gonna be able to get a mod on a uh, this community workshop for tabletop simulator for that game? Uh, I don't wanna bet because I'm pretty sure it's already out. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's gonna be really interesting. Dude, I'm totally gonna buy Super Fight. It's just a fucking matter of time, to be honest. Like, that was a really fun game. I kinda and... wish you just, I kinda wish you didn't gift it to me. Just because, like, 
I already uninstalled Tabletop Simulator, and yeah. if you would have kept it, then you could have played it as much as you wanted to. I feel bad now, but um, I thought uh, I thought you would enjoy it, but I, I enjoyed I enjoy it a the lot. Game. It's just that I don't play it enough. <laughs> well, I felt I felt obligated because you bought me Tabletop Simulator. I was like, well, yeah. Should, yeah. Uh, you should get like the physical version. No, that's what I'm That'd doing. Be way more fun. Yeah, that's the one that you should get. That's definitely more fun. I'm I'm gonna buy the the whole like the core uh the core uh, uh, game is thirty five bucks but like there's like twenty expansions and each nice. of them are fifteen bucks and they're all really good so like I went to the shop and like I was like okay I don't want that I want this I want this I don't want that and like in the end my cart was like two hundred dollars oh <laughs> i know that's too much so i was like you know what i think i went overboard i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to yeah, buy these you need to reevaluate sparingly i'll just buy what the you... core pack and then maybe like i Look, want the walking dead do. expansion but i don't know enough people that play walking or watch Here, walking dead so here's what you should do you should get the core and two expansions at at the minimum at the maximum all right and so like once a month, once a month, get another expansion. Yeah. I don't and know. then we 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 can play it once a month with the new expansions. I'll see. I'll see. We'll see. Um, the PC I'm building is coming along great. Uh, just ordered most of the parts. Now all I need to do is buy the motherboard, the processor, and a heatsink. Like We're talking about the PC for the, uh, your father's friend. Yeah, my my father's friend who's like in charge of like church programming. So he wants to he wants this PC for church video editing. So this will be yeah. this will do exactly what he needs. Like I told him all he needed was an i5, but he insisted on upgrading to an i7. So it's what I'm. I mean, can't hurt with more processing power. Yeah. Um, uh, I still need to get uh that video editing software for me. You do. Yeah, I still have it. Uh, what is it? There's a the first glimpse of Samurai Jack season five is out. Dude, I'm excited for that. There's a little teaser that they have here. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna paste it. It's it's not much. It's just Jack standing in the rain with a sword. What's the? I wonder what the art style looks like now. Looks exactly the same. Does it? Holy huh? shit! It does. That looks cool. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh, March seventeenth looks like it's gonna come out. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, I saw that link that you posted for the one hundred by one hundred five resolution for uh, Overwatch. Yeah. And whenever I see that icon, I'm like waiting for it to like to load. <laughs> to load. <laughs> but then I realized, oh, that's the actual image. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. What is that? I don't even. I'm looking at that's it. That's Farah. No, that's Mercy. Is it? Yeah, like her. Oh, chest I thought that was fair in her uh her mech armor. That looks like Mercy's wings. Well, does Farah have a white? Yeah, Farah has a orange, purple, and white costume. But no, that's probably Mercy on a uh, uh blue that weird map with like the whole the well in the middle of it. No, that's the training map. Like they don't play actual. Oh, the training map. Anyways. Yeah, that's Mercy. Um. Do I have anything else here? It looks like. Uh, you know what that is? That's either Mercy or it's not Mercy. <laughs> okay. Um, 
apparently, if you feed all cor- an all corn diet to hamsters, they start eating their young. Cannibalism, man. Cannibalism. They turn into cannibals because of all corn. And whenever you think about that and how much corn we have, like high fructose corn syrup that's in all of our everywhere, it's insidious. Think about it, man. It's driving yeah, us but nuts. Here's the thing. Whenever you take a hamster, you have to think of the weight of the hamster, all right? And the amount of corn propor- uh, proportionate to the amount of weight of the hamster, because this hamster, this because this is an all corn diet. Now, then you do some math and you equi- you uh, equate that to the average human's weight, and then determine how much corn a human has to eat before potentially they could start doing that. But also, we don't have brains like rodents. We don't think like rodents do. I guess, but it it certainly would probably like make us crazy, <laughs> dude. If I had to eat the same thing every day for every meal, you better you best believe I'm gonna start getting a little pissed. What else is going on? Square Enix is making an Avengers game for Marvel. Square Enix is also about to port Final Fantasy 15 to PC. <laughs> good for that. Gee, fuck, good for me. Yeah. I'm totally about playing that game on Dude, PC. Dude, I've totally stopped playing Final Fantasy 15. If you want it back, just like, I'll lend it back to you. <laughs> I'll get it like in a year. No, I'm gonna wait. I don't really I'm care about wait. it. I'm gonna wait, because once it comes out on PC, then I could actually start playing it all over again and enjoy it again. Yes. Because, I mean, there's no point in me playing it on the PlayStation and unlocking everything just so that way whenever it comes out on PC... Like, I have to do all that shit again. Well, what's the point in unlocking everything? Just having it, right? Yeah. And, uh, like, doing all the optional but then stuff. that's the end. That's the end, right? Yeah, but there's, like, a lot of super bosses and stuff that I want to get into. Mm-hmm. I want to do New Game Plus because it makes everything harder. Uh, I want to do a run where I don't level up my characters at all. Because they, they added an item into the game that stops you from actually leveling up. Like you get, you gain all the XP, but whenever you rest at a, a location, it doesn't convert it. So you can essentially play the game with all level one characters. And I've seen people do it, and they do like some weird like game code number manipulation, where they activate like a certain couple of spells that just buff you so much, and you just do a shitload of damage. Hmm. And it's like trying to strategically do boss fights or encounters without wait like unnecessarily wasting those cooldowns and it's just very neat but uh also i can't wait to see how pretty it looks on the pc yeah yeah, that'll be get all them graphics well their hair Hmm? their hair will be extra feathery i i've always i don't know i'm not really a big graphics guy so uh it'll just be nice to be able to access it on my desktop computer and it'll run way better because there sure. are parts in that game where that it it doesn't run so hot. <sighs> I just I don't know. I don't want to drive ever again. <laughs> um. So that's all my news. Uh. I guess we can go over media now. Uh. I just watched Finding Dory for the first time. Cried like a baby. And you cried. I cried like a. That movie is just saccharin it is designed to make you cry and I'm, i've never seen it i'm a fucking sap so uh so next well, time i come around she's I need to super watch sad it. man she like can't remember her parents 
you know. Well, she does have short-term memory she loss. She has short-term memory loss, and so she's like, well, what's going to happen? Am I ever going to forget you guys? And her parents are like, no, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Lying to the first. I don't know, whatever. Anyways, I've been meaning to watch Kobo and the Two Strings um, because I heard really good stuff. Like, it's it's like a... It's an instant cult classic. Well, it's like they play While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Like, but with a, with that Japanese, shamisen, shamisen, with a Japanese, like, uh, lute that only has two strings. So it's really neat. Um, and the whole animation, like, kind of centers around, like, origami, almost, so. It's, uh, it's kind of like James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, 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 I could see that. So, I'm probably going to watch it sometime this week with Lena. Because she has the next couple of days off, and uh, I like to pretend I have time to do things while I have school and work, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, what else did I watch? I watched all of the Islands miniseries Adventure Time. It's like uh, an arc over eight episodes, and it was leaked on YouTube like before the week that it was supposed to play on a, on Cartoon Network. So like people who really wanted to watch it were able to just access it off of youtube it was like an hour 30 minutes of like great like origin story for finn like this is after i i don't know what like eight years uh, don't spoil it are you gonna watch it ever <laughs> yes it's really fucking good um so i'm all up to date on adventure time can't wait to get some more uh i feel like i've been waiting like a year for well isn't it gonna end it's about to end is it? Yeah. But there's so much stuff unexplained. What about Betty? Like, I haven't seen Betty in like a year. year who's and... Betty? What do, you, what do you mean, who's Betty? Betty is the Ice King's uh, girlfriend in the past. You don't remember huh? that shit? No. Am I spoiling this shit for you? It, it, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a shame. I, I don't know. Well, you should watch that. That episode, Betty. But that's like, that episode came out like, three years ago <laughs> like you're you're really behind if you don't know who betty is i'll get the binge watch all of it so i'm not i'm not too upset eh, all the episodes are like 10 minutes long so <laughs> they always do double episodes so yep. that's nice um but yeah all up to date on adventure time all up to date on steven universe uh steven universe is really good if you like adventure time you should totally watch steven universe I've seen a little bit of it, but that show started airing whenever I stopped watching TV. Mm. So, like, yeah, I don't know what online media source to go to to watch Adventure Time or Steven Universe. I'll send you some links. Alright. Um, just finished regular show, like, a week and a half ago. So, regular show is also pretty good. Uh, and, you know, the characters in regular show are just like me. Oh, They're very relatable. <laughs> They're very relatable. And they just finally got out of space. Like, they were in space for, like, the past two seasons. What? And, yeah, like, uh, I don't know, some crazy space, like, uh, police came. Was that part of the movie or something? No. It was, like, part of the show. It was, like, like they sprinkled the the fact that they were in space, like, all throughout the show. But the past two seasons, I don't know, somebody came and, like, created a dome around the park. And eventually the the park was shot into space 
<laughs> and like it had became part of a, a tree base, like a base, like a star base that is in the shape of a tree. And then, like, crazy shit happens. Apparently, Pops is like the secret to the universe, and he has to go fight Anti Pops, and uh, shit goes down. And oh, so spoilers. Yep. There you go. Have fun with that. <laughs> it's um, not. But they they foretell about it like seasons ahead, so I mean it's not really a big uh, deal. <laughs> personally, I think that show, those three shows, Adventure Time, Steven Universe, and regular show, could have benefited more from being on Adult Swim, so that way they would have been a little more uncensored and they could have did a little more. Eh, I feel like, I mean, because they get very serious those shows. They do get very serious, and especially Adventure Time. I feel like Adventure Time is like the most serious. They have like a very, they have a lot of adult undertones in those shows. Fucking Finn tracks down his dad, and then like his dad is an asshole, stop, stop, and so he like tries shut, to like get up. his dad to stay, stop. and his la, he la, ends la, up la, losing la, his la, arm. La, That's la, crazy. La, 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 la. Shut the fuck up, Jesus, dude. I don't know what. It doesn't get serious Spoilers. before then, though. So, like, what are you Spoilers. even talking about? What what part do you remember that was super serious? Fucking everything! Nothing was serious before that. That was the this moment show, everything got show, super serious. This show was serious. Whatevs. It's your fault, alright? It's like, the that shit that I'm talking it's about happened... not watching TV with It Mert. happened, like, five years ago. You should have watched it by now if you really wanted to watch it. Piss off. You're anyways, never gonna get to it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> anyways, emails. Um. Yeah. I emails. You got any emails? <laughs> uh. Check my emails. Let me. Let me check. You should go first, though. I should go first. Okay. Um. If you could turn any particular franchise game into any other type of game, what would it be? So let's say like. Would you like to turn The Legend of Zelda into a card game or like a mobile, like a speed, like a, a runner, like a left to right runner? Or would you like to turn Pokemon into like a strategy RTS game? I would like to turn Kingdom Hearts into an MMORPG. That would be neat, actually. I could see that. That would be fantastic. Because. After this one, they're going to be wrapping up the Ansem Trilogy and then Sora and the gang. This is just speculation, but this is definitely the direction they're heading. They're going to go and they're going to start trying to uh, create new Keyblade Masters. So, why not make it to where you can like make your own Keyblade Master and then just go throughout the whole sc- the Squeenix Disney universe? They'll be like lightsabers. Well, yeah, because now uh, Disney, yeah, owns, Disney Star owns Star Wars. Yep. And Marvel, uh, right? Yes, I, I'm not 100% sure if they're going to incorporate Marvel into the new Kingdom Hearts, but I could definitely see them incorporating Star Wars. There's already I mean, people with Trump. legit lightsabers, I think. Uh, Yeah, I saw one dude build a legit lightsaber. The only thing was it was mostly like shooting out very concentrated gas, and it went out to like a certain length, but it was just like fire rather than concentrated light. But I guess you could say lightsabers are mostly plasma anyways. That's that's kind of like fire. <laughs> yes, that's that's what fire is made out of plasma. Hmm. Did you know that there's four stages of matter, not not three? 
Yeah. There's liquid solid, solid liquid gas, gas and plasma. plasma. Yeah. That's in your blood. <laughs> no, it that's is. a different plasma. That's what about it. you? Uh, what about me? What do you mean? What, what game would you like to turn into a different type of game? Uh, um, I would like Zone of the Enders in a VR game. I would really enjoy that a lot. Dude, that would be dope. I would shit my pants constantly, and it would be okay. I would just sit in it. I wouldn't even care. Like, I really love Zone of the Enders. I think Kadio Kojima needs to make it before he dies, but I'm sure he doesn't care. He can't, because Konami owns it. Yeah, but he's got, like, some other kind of... He's got some giant robot game that he's working on. And no, he's be... working on a. He's working on a Death Stranded. What's that? And that's the Norman Reedus game. Yeah, but like he's he's got. I don't know. I I listen There's, to Super Best Friends cast. I have yeah. not seen a mech yet. I I don't. I haven't either. But I listened to Super Best Friends cast. They they told me, and they're in the biz. So I mean, I feel like they would know. But they they're told not me in the biz. They're in the jizz. They're in the biz. And uh, they told me that uh, Kojima's working on some giant robot anime-style video game that probably isn't going to come out for another, like, six to eight years. So, <sighs> he's totally going to die before then. Like, you check his tweets, like, his Twitter feed, like, he's like, oh, these are really good hamburgers. He's just eating, like, tons of hamburgers. <laughs> he's totally going to die before <laughs> he makes nah, the he's games. Gonna be, he's going to be. I don't know. is gonna live forever. He's gonna be the first person to get robotic implants. Maybe. He's gonna be he's gonna be the first robo human. One can only hope. Uh alright. Uh Jessica asks if Okay. You have to decide between two things. This is what the emails is at, is asking. Uh to choose a franchise that you would like to be rebooted and a franchise you would like to see another sequel. Um, Zone of Avengers, yeah. Zone of Avengers sequel or reboot? Uh, sequel. Alright. And, uh, I'd like an Earthbound reboot. That'd be nice. That actually does sound nice. Wouldn't it be nice to have, like, a 3DS or, like, a, a Nintendo Switch type thing where it's, like, 3D where it's, like, the Pokemon type looking thing? Yeah. I'd dig it. I mean, right. like, uh, like, original Game Boy, uh, Pokemon kind of, like, he kind of looks like Ness. <laughs> yeah. Just the way that's turned out. But, uh, no. Uh, those are always my go-tos, but if I didn't have to do that, I guess I would say... Hmm. No. Yeah. I, those are the yeah, only ones I really great. want. Those are very What about you? Uh, I would like a Dead Space sequel, of course. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm torn between Shadow of Colossus and Demon Souls reboot. Because, I mean, it would be really nice to have another Demon Souls game that's, like, not as janky. Like, yeah. even harder than Dark Souls. I feel Blood. like you're not really a fan of Shadow Colossus, because you haven't finished it. That's because it's so fucking dated. Well, I mean, there's it's an like HD remix. Not on PC. Yeah, but it's on PlayStation, and you have I a PlayStation 4. I had it on PlayStation. 4. I had it on PlayStation. But you have a PlayStation 4, you could buy that straight from the PlayStation Store, if you want right, to. Alright, choose another reboot. Uh, Jack and Daxter. Well, also, I'm still no, I still want to argue about this Shadow Colossus fandom here. Like, nope. It's like it still looks mm. perfectly fine. Like, nope. 
You've played worse not, looking games. Not arguing this. Not arguing this. You should totally just play it. Nope. Like, I still don't understand what's stopping you from nah. playing it. Stop. Okay, whatever. I'm just gonna be an ignorant bigot. Let me. Let I me. I don't know be, about bigot. Me, me. But okay. Let me. I, I used the wrong word. Let me wallow in my my self-loathing. Um. All right then. All right. We didn't talk about Goku being the ambassador of the Olympics. Hey, people, Goku's going to be the ambassador of the 2020 Olympics, hosted yep. by Japan. Hosted by Japan. I'm Speaking of excited. Goku, I started watching Dragon Ball Z Super. Yeah? How do you like it? It is nice. How far in are you? Three episodes. Oh. I literally started watching it. Way to I go. I cannot get over the Japanese voice actors, though. I do not like it. I'd much rather the English dub. Yeah, it's... It's also a little weird that, like, um, Dragon Ball, or not Dragon Ball, Super Saiyan God, and then I forget the other form. That isn't Super God. Saiyan 3? Or Super Saiyan 4? No, because 3 and 4, and then even 5 are, were already Well, there's already technically existed. not a 5, it's just like a golden 4. Hmm. Anyways, the lower version of, of God is, uh, it's blue. I think, and then the yeah. red one is God, but in the movie they switch it, so the red one is the lower version, and then blue is God, and I find that super fucking weird, like there's, there's strange hey, continuity problems there. Yeah, you're gonna think it's weirder whenever they do Super Saiyan God 2 and then Super Saiyan God 3, because eh. it's gonna be like, alright, to get a Super Saiyan God you have to have a bunch of Super Saiyans, like put all their power into one Super Saiyan. And then it's going to be like, alright, to get Super Saiyan God 2, you have to get a bunch of Super Saiyan Gods to put all the Super Saiyan God power into one Super Saiyan God. And then it's going to be Super Saiyan God 3, and Goku's hair is going to wrap around the entire uh, universe. I just... I don't know how well it's going to translate Goku explaining, like, the nationalism of Japan. But it's also going to be weird to see... Because I haven't, like you said, the voice acting is super fucking weird. Like, Goku's voice is crazy, crazy high. Well, hopefully... Sounds like a goddamn maniac. <laughs> hopefully... Well, it is an old lady. Yeah. But hopefully, for whenever they air it around the world, they take the respective voice actors from the dubs in those languages and have them act They're them not going to do that. They're not going to do that. And Goku's going to sound like a little old Asian uh, Japanese woman. Yep. And people are going to be like, who... Why? And then they're gonna watch the English dub and they'll be like, wow, he's so much cooler in this one. Mm. But then, you know, you get a lot of shit that's lost in translation. Yeah. I wonder if Krillin's gonna be there at the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just get a midget and you could dress him up like Krillin. I'm okay with this. As long as he's bald and has six dots on his head and it's shiny. Dude, one time I went to MechaCon. And uh, they actually had, like, a midget or a little person for the PC culture uh, dressed like Krillin with the four dots on his head, and he was bald. Yeah. Was and he buff? Was, yeah. Was he strong looking? It was. That's awesome. It was very. And I was like, dude. And he won, like, a competition for contests. Like, a costume cosplay competition. Good for him. Yes, very good for him. I was very proud, even though I don't know the person. <laughs> I was just happy to see someone, like, perfectly pulling off a costume. That's always really nice. 
So, that's the end of our show. If you would like to contact us, please email us at criticalmediaguys at gmail.com. That's criticalmediaguys, that's with an S at the end of that, plural, uh, at gmail.com. And, uh, you can also reach us at Facebook and Twitter. You could. And uh, we got tons of games to give away. Yeah. Uh, I have a list of what? games here. Actually. What's our Twitter handle? Uh, Critical Guys. And our Facebook page is Critical Media Guys as well, or is it CMG? Yeah, it's um, man, it's been a while since I I've even been on our. <laughs> it's Critical Media Guys on Facebook. Yeah. It's not CMG. Just type it into Google, you'll find us. Yeah, you'll find us. So we're the picture of all the systems with smiley faces, given in a circle, just hugging each other, because we like video games, and I think I think video games like each other. <laughs> See, video games don't discriminate against each other. They're exactly. All They're all bros. Started uh, with the originals, the Super mm. Mario Bros. So, uh, yeah, if you'd like uh, any of the cool free games that we have up for for grabs, uh, you can totally you know, contact us or just let us know. Um, I'm going to be giving away uh, Project High Rise, definitely, and... Uh, uh, Rise, Son of Rome. If anybody wants that trash, uh, you're well, you're free to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a few others from uh, past humble bundles that I still have the codes for. So, yup. Yep. Let us know. Just if you think we're garbage, just go ahead and email us that we're garbage. Please, we just want an email. Bring on the abuse or abuse abuse. Bring on the abuse. Uh, abuse. Yeah. Uh, I picked the song last week. What is the song that you're going to pick for this week? Um, maybe I'll look into the brown noise so I can oh, make everybody no. poop. No. I don't know. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound, that doesn't pl- uh, make for good audio. Yeah. It'll be great. Critical Media Guys, the, the podcast that makes you poop. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, pro- I'll just pick some crazy random garbage i i can't think of anything right now but you'll hear it it'll be coming through your ears right now (laughs) and that's a wrap that's a wrap goodbye and hey miss miller we just need a stool sample why do you need a stool sample if you think i'm just a nut Cause the answer's not in your head, my dear, it's in your butt. You see, everything comes down to poo. From the top of your head to the sole of your shoe. We can figure out what's wrong with you by looking at your poo. Turk, do you have a hemorrhoid or is it rectal cancer? When you flush your dookie down, you flush away the answer. It doesn't really matter if it's hard or if it's loose. We'll figure out what's ailing you as long as it's a deuce. Yes! Everything comes down to poo. Everything comes down to Cardiovascular and lymphatic, yes, the nervous system too. All across the nation, we trust in defecation. Everything comes down to poo. If you want to know what's wrong, don't sit and act so cool. Just be a man and eat some bread and drop the kids off at the pool.
my stomach hurts. Check the poo. Sprain my ankle. Check the poo. I was shot. Check the poo. A homeless guy threw poo in my eye. Check the poo. Mine are his. First him, then you. It may sound gross. You may say shush. But we need to see what comes out of your tush. Pinch us off a big fat clue Our number one test is your number two If there's no reason